York. Well, it might be New York. We're back to New York. We're back to L.A., but... But... This is a special episode, podcasters. We come bearing gifts. Yeah, we do. This is maybe the third installment of a podcast series we like to do. Uh, we, uh, We have just coined the term... I believe it's called the Harold and Maude Broadcast yeah. Series. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, bitches. We got the new series run of the Harold and Maude Broadcast Starting series. with Emerald City Comic Con. Well, really, I think it started with Salem. Salem, right? I think it did start with Salem. But started with Salem. We hadn't coined, coined, you the hadn't term. coined that term yet. Nope. You got to coin terms to make it official. <laughs> so... We got a lot to talk about. Way too much to talk about. So Seattle. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Seattle. What a great city. Never been there before in my life. Me neither. Loved it. Yeah. And they really know how to put on a con. They know how to do their con. I was really impressed. Uh, You know, you you think that people can't, whatever, compete with San Diego or, you know, that that's really the best. But there's a lot of things that were sort of better better about this, at least uh, layout-wise and spread-wise. And it was sold out. Logistic-wise. Logistic-wise, yeah. There's a lot of things that made this a bit more easy to maneuver than San Diego. And we will recap those for you. Yeah, we will. Sure, we will. And but it feels like a city. You're getting a real city, like a downtown it, city. It, yeah, it's an well, it's it's urban. You know, it's got that metropolis feel. Yeah, San Diego feels more like a almost like, like resort California town. Yeah, yeah, like a resort city that there's five hundred thousand people or whatever that are it is dumped into the street. Yeah, you know, it, whereas this really feels like, and it, it wasn't feel overcrowded. That's a, no, that was what a bigger was city. I guess it. it was great. You know, they have the subway. They have a subway. They have trolley cars. They have buses. It's a city. It feels like a little, not necessarily like a mix of Boston and a little. Yeah, New York I, it and, remind me a lot of home, Boston. There was mm-hmm. a lot of brick buildings and the weather. I mean, it's sort of you know, Boston's kind of can be kind of that grim sort of overcast overcasted like eternally overcast yeah. feel we actually it was we oddly good weather for us i was expecting a lot of rain i almost wanted a lot of rain or some rain just because we don't get any in the in uh, uh, los angeles we're and, spoiled brats here yeah and so you start to like want bad weather it's funny You're I like, I, if it only just rain or just rain the sun would just go away for a day <laughs> yeah and, we'd really lo- be saying that so after I, like a year so there. i wouldn't feel so guilty when i procrastinate <laughs> and the sun's out there shining <laughs> at least if it's rainy you don't feel as guilty for not true. fucking doing what you're supposed to do that's <laughs> funny yeah, it was great. You know, great weather. It's all sunny during the day. I think it rained it once rained a at little night. Bit. Yeah, just once. And it, and it gets chillier at night. But I mean, I was I just in general, the city of Seattle was so welcoming and friendly, and they really just made us feel. It's a like good size. It's easy to get around. Yeah, you feel sort of very uh, well, like welcomed. Yeah. not a lot of tude. Like there's weird, not a lot of tude. Not a lot of tude. And Unlike L.A. And it's not so packed. It doesn't have that like overpopulated feel that L.A. and New York have, where you're just like you can't get a fucking you yeah, can't you get can't a break. Move. Everywhere you move, you're somebody Either, you somebody from being in a car in traffic or yeah. with people. Subway streets of the you know the fucking sidewalks yeah. are always hustle bustle, and there's hustle bustle. There's but, hustle bustle, but it's like a manageable hustle bustle. Well, we can <clears> say this the whole time. It was it felt really chill. 
Yeah, it felt really chill. People were like really just genuinely chill. And it yeah. was like sort of hip. There was sort of there's these there's the hipsters. like a hipster, coffee hipsters and stuff. Yeah. But the coffee is fucking there's really the good. Poet guy in Fremont. Yeah, there's poet guy right <laughs> with you a, a poem. little typewriter. That's a super like hate Nashbury thing. Yeah. That's the last time I saw that guy like make a poem for you on the spot for a dollar about any topic you pick. And he has a typewriter because right. he has to give you it. So he can like, unless he has a printer, <laughs> a laptop and printer and all that shit. That'd be funny. But so the con. Day one. Day one was fun. And you get in. We sort of entered through the back we, accidentally the way we came from our hotel. We stayed at the W Hotel, which, which is was, very close. It's about four blocks away, five blocks away. That was maybe? probably the Six. one of the best things about staying there is it's so close. You don't have to worry about when to leave or when to get on a bus. or You just get up. You get up early. You go and you walk over yeah. there get something to eat it's all within a flat five block radius yeah, it's it was so nice to you know especially when you have to do so much walking in the convention floor anyway to have to walk 10 blocks yeah, to get on sucks. a subway or get on a shuttle or whatever with right. you know to start your day off in that kind of way it makes the whole thing much easier there's a lot of people staying there too cosplayers there and, yeah and con goers and stuff it yeah was pretty i saw cool. merida dressed up in the elevator when we went down with her little bears and she was actually a finalist in one of the contests Merida? Yeah. Oh, Brave. you mean Brave. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's tons of them. There tons, were tons of people. Tons and varying degrees of skill and uh, complication yeah. and like craftsmanship. Our first day, they they gave us, we were asking where we could go to get coffee and like food on the way there. Yeah, it's a quick bite. Quick bite. Something to something eat. Something to eat on the way to the convention center, which is not very far away. No, and you want to eat when you're on the floor. You don't want to have an empty stomach. On the floor, no. you know. I you mean, although get... we are pretty seasoned at this, so we have like our Cliff Bars and all the stuff. Yeah, you're gonna want why you're gonna want a Cliff Bar, but yeah, definitely you want a, like a meal. You have, to, I would, you know, you got to eat something substantial before you once you're there, because then you're not gonna want to leave again. And right. then there's people everywhere, and the food there is always expensive, more expensive than any other place, you know. But so the the person at the front desk of the hotel literally said that there was nothing. There's like there's nothing in the area for that. Like, what do you mean for breakfast? There's no there where to no get place something to, go. to eat. Yet and then there were like twenty. Places. Well, that's the thing. As we made our way over to the convention center, we must have walked by five, six, eight, a whatever. Million, a Starbucks across the street. Well, by there the were Starbucks in every corner. Yeah, of most, unless people don't know, it's where Starbucks was uh, cre- or created or started, started was in Seattle. And so that that's there's Starbucks every fucking where. I thought there's Starbucks in L.A., man, but fuck me, Seattle. They're is, like don't, they're like the Dunkin' Donuts of it is like Seattle, the, like where they're Boston. on every corner in Boston. Yeah, yeah. totally. And, uh, which is fine. And uh, so we went we went down there. Oh, and the, what's it? The Starbucks had this drink. They had a Groot, oh yeah Groot Pacino drink, a Groot Groot drink. It was a special Comic Con exclusive Saint or Seattle Emerald City Con beverage and they had it on the board and everything so i got one to try it and it was actually not bullshit it was, it was good. pretty good you know whenever they do stuff like that it's like oh it just tastes like sugar like or yeah. you know and it's just like a toy ass drink it actually was like pretty good and was, the, the guy hooked it up with an extra shot of espresso i like that shit nice that guy was cool yeah it was a pretty cool shout like, out idea. to that starbucks shout out to that starbucks shout out to the barista the barista there. dude hooked it up yeah it was a good drink and there was a little picture of groot 
on the wall for the drink and everything. Yeah, they had a it was like a block. chalk drawing too. It's pretty good. Yeah, and they write Groot on the drink, which yeah. is funny. <laughs> it's funny. This is your it's like drink, stupid. Groot. Yeah, it was silly. But so, so the first day of the con, we were kind of getting the lay of the land. We came in through the back and just sort of overwhelmed by, I think the first cosplay we saw was that MODOK. Oh, yeah, the MODOK. And that wasn't even the competition. I feel like that was just like a display for yeah. the show or something. MODOK, who is a, a, a villain in the Marvel Universe. He's basically this giant head with these little legs and these little arms. It's an interesting character. He's like super genius and flies on this like little sort of almost like Krang from Ninja Turtles, where it's just like a head, a brilliant brain head, and flies on this little <laughs> like hovercraft thing. It's pretty yeah, it cool. It was cool. It was and impressive. It was huge scale too. Yeah. Size. It was freaking eight by ten feet or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was huge. huge. And there was guys with it. We have pictures of it's it like on henchmen. our blog. Yeah, that'll be there. And there's like a lot of great cosplay and a lot of the artist row was awesome. And the convention floor was really cool. All the different booths. Really neat. The, one of the most memorable things is this uh, artful Dodger comics and tattoos. Yes. And there was a whole like area where the booth would where booth would be, and it was just like a bunch of people getting tattoos. Yeah, man. that was interesting. You get a tattoo right <laughs> on the convention floor, which to me is fucking genius. I guess I wouldn't want to do that. Like, no, I wouldn't do it, but it's just fucking cool to see. Yeah, like I'll watch you guys get tattoos. <laughs> sure, why not? It was know? just like wide open too. Yeah, it We're was all there. Open, it just seemed a little out in the know, air. Yeah, sanitary in the open air with yeah hundreds of people around. Yeah, there were it seems a lot of a little... people getting them too. Oh yeah, and there was like maybe ten, twelve artists, and each person was working on somebody. Yeah, it was pretty, and the prices weren't cheap. I was looking at the board, like just small tattoos, two hundred bucks. You know, two hundred fifty bucks. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it that's what it looked like looking yeah. at the board, you know. I mean that's not a crazy price, but like for that, I don't know. Anyways, but it was it was cool and we have like a lot of pictures of that too, but the floor itself was just it was packed. Mm-hmm. There were cosplayers everywhere. And they had an actual cosplay lounge. Cospitality yeah, lounge. Yeah, that they was pretty it. cool. That was great. Yeah, it was really neat. You know, people will go and can kind of hang out and take a break from the floor and just you see all these like Deadpools just like laying out and hanging yeah, out. Yeah, like a whole bunch of Deadpools, <laughs> yeah. a whole bunch of Spider-Man. A lot of Spider-Man, a lot of Deadpool, a lot of black cats. Yep. Of, oh, yeah, uh, that's right. And there was some less, uh, the, the, well, there was a really cool uh, doctor. Doctor uh, from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, Frankie. Frankie, yeah. yeah was yeah. with the Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, and a photo op that was cool oh yeah like there's so many there's one uh, giant bowser from mario which is awesome yeah it's huge and the tauntaun that giant oh the tauntaun, tauntaun was my favorite yeah it was pretty unbelievable the craftsmanship on that on that tauntaun was amazing someone was inside this giant like it almost seemed like a scale size tauntaun it looked like it could be in something i mm-hmm. mean yeah it did look like a scale size it was like tauntaun. scale one for one scale of a tauntaun it was a little more sort of like plush teddy bear look than yeah. an actual like skin, tauntaun skin but, fur. but that yeah. could be like if they did a 
what, like a Broadway Star Wars, right? That, that would, would be, be the Tauntaun yeah. they would use. It's, it's incredible. It's huge. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah and and they made it into the finals mm-hmm. of the contest, but and they didn't win anything. They didn't win anything. Which Wonder how was that a works. Bummer. Like, do they are they disappointed? Do they everyone just agree that like there's so many entries and they're all pretty good that if even if you don't win, you're just happy to be there? Like, I don't know how don't competitive know. is it. You know, it seemed pretty competitive. Well, there's tons of people, and then there's people just in the audience that are like decked also, out. Cosplayed out, and then they get picked out out of the audience for like a different round of the co- uh, the competition. Right. It's crazy. This is like people in the audience round that yeah, are just yeah, like yeah. killing it, and they're just sort of sitting there. And then the line to get seen in the prelims is like waiting to fucking all day. Like meet they, Tony Stark. You yeah, know what I mean? it's like a thousand people show up, and they pick twenty, or right? Whatever, you know. So I mean, the fact that they got there to the finals, but we were talking about this that and the cosplay the costume con contest was saturday night and they called it jailbreak yeah and it did it went on for a long time it was a long it was show pretty long yeah long show we stayed for the whole thing it was very impressive i was drunk you i was were? pretty drunk oh yeah because we went to the beer there was like this really thing. cool thing at the seattle <laughs> exhibition <laughs> center <laughs> and it was like well there's a thing which i bought the ticket which is where i lost my phone but i don't know i think i lost it before that and just didn't realize till after i was already drunk and so once i was drunk i was not in like a right mind to look for my phone right. it was like a really bad set of circumstances to lose your fucking phone man it was horrible but the beer garden thing was so cool and i bought the ticket because we didn't have passes for saturday and so now all of a sudden we were in this time crunch where we're like, okay, we got the passes for Saturday for, yeah, on we, Saturday just from a scalper. Well, you didn't really scalp anything. You charged us like half of what it costs for a single pass. Yeah, we so got we, lucky. We got two passes for the price of one, but then it threw this whole wrench in our fucking, you know, plans because the, 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 the fucking beer garden thing was at the exhibition center near the space needle and the convention center we were already at. And so I had, this like small window of time to go and taste 25 different <laughs> beers <laughs> all the way downtown because yeah. this is separate this this is not to be confused with the expo's beer garden yeah this was a whole separate the convention center had a beer garden this was a literal just happened to be on the same day and during the con at a different a different venue and it was all just these really cool micro beers and breweries from all this greater seattle or washington area right and like we were like, okay, we have to go to this, but then we have to get back for the eight o'clock thing, and it was like six thirty. And or we started seven. watching the band then. Oh, and then yeah, this fucking awesome band showed up. Cosplay band. Cosplay the uh, all D20 brass band. Brass band. D twenty brass band, and they were all in cosplay, and they were all it was horns and then percussion. Yeah. And it was sort of like high school band or you know yeah. marching band sound, but they would take. The Zelda theme, the Mario theme. They did Genuine's My Pony. They yeah. did. They did <laughs> Star Wars. They did Star Wars. Uh, the uh, like. They did Roxanne by the Police. Empire. The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Uh, the, it, it, it's uh, they were awesome, and they were just in the street, and like they just started out of we nowhere. Saw them early before they even had a crowd, and we before like, they even what? had a crowd, we saw like the very first note of this thing, and we ended up staying for like twenty five minutes just because the songs were really fun and cool, and we we're yeah. dancing in the street. Like it was what's not so to fun. like? Yeah, and then so. It was like by eating into my beer chugging yeah. time so by the time i got there i'm like okay 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 they give you like a complimentary glass like here's your glass they're like give me that glass it's like bigger than a shot glass oh it's like a For- six ounce glass probably okay. and uh 
it's, so they give it that, and I'm like, okay, I have half an hour to drink 25 different beers and to get my money's worth. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't drink beer. She doesn't drink beer. I'm having a, a, a hot dog. Hot dog. In a soda or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> quick. And, I, and it was really busy, and I'm like pushing my way through. Yeah, what's that stout with chocolate and cherries? Yeah, sure. Well, what's that, an IPA? Oh, this is fun. Oh, God. Like six beers in. I think I got like 13 or 14 beers. You got a lot. I got a lot. You got like half, I think. I got a little over or the half. Over half, yeah, yeah, I got no, I like thirteen or 15. fourteen. Fifteen, yeah, yeah. And some of the guys were cool because they, they they give you a card and they're supposed to check it off to so monitor your your limit. You hit the twenty five or whatever. But some guys they just pour you a beer and they're like, "Here you go, buddy." And I'm like, uh, "Okay, yeah, all right." And I just just keep kept drinking. I'm like, "Must drink more beer." And then by the time we were like had to leave to get back because we weren't sure how Jump busy it was going to be. Jump in a cab. I'm fucking like hammered. It, but it's yeah, one of those like fun. beer drunks where you take a piss and then you fucking like drink some water and you're like, oh, okay, that's not so bad, I guess. Right. But yeah, it was funny in the cab. And then like being drunk around cosplay is kind of funny because you just want to like yell out to them. Which and, you did. Which I repeatedly. did repeatedly. Like every time someone <laughs> came off the stage. Yeah, I was like, they, hey. They, they do this like walk down the end past <laughs> us. And like Jake would say, Hey, good job. Good job. And you'd like Killing start it. clapping like kind of loud. Like uh, really and loud. I would my reactions were like, "Ooh." Yes. Like, "Wow, look at the embroidery <laughs> really on Sansa Stark." Or how about when you walked up in front looking for seats when there was clearly no seats? The place was like packed. packed. And you're like, Oh, I'll find a scene. You're walking in around circles. in front of the stage. So excuse me, I'm walking on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my tauntaun. Yeah, that was funny. It was like tuxedo mask. I remember you from <laughs> Sailor Moon. He's like, hi, hello. Oh, yeah, you did say that. <laughs> tuxedo I mask. That. I was like, yeah, tuxedo mask. Well, and then who was the guy? Oh, there was man. one character that you were literally repeatedly. Rufio. Rufio. Bangarang you Rufio. We're all about Rufio. Rufio didn't win. I was bummed. Rufio no. totally should have totally won. He did like a lot of leather work on his outfit and stuff. There were so many good costumes. So they do like a, I don't know if they call it an amateur, but they do like people who haven't competed a lot. And then there's a master's. And we're watching the, the non-masters thinking, holy shit. Yeah. This holy is incredible. Shit. And then, then you see the masters in between like, the good amateurs on quote and the masters. There's not a lot of difference. But the amateur guy won. The guy yes. from World of Warcraft. He, this guy did like orc uh, from World of yeah, Warcraft. Yeah, he won. And, and it was incredible. It, it was like movie ready. Yeah. It was. Re- it really was. If they do, I think they are doing a World of Warcraft movie. At least it's been rumored for a long time. But yeah. that thing, yeah, he won. He won like best o- in show. He won best in show. Best overall because they do categories. They did the tinkerers. They did like the uh, tailoring. Tailoring. They did groups. Groups because people would show duos. up in like there'd be the hobbits. Yeah, the cast, the hobbits. They won. Hobbits, the and then there'd be like the characters from Nightmare Before Christmas. So it's like yeah, Jack Skellington cool. and Oogie Boogie, and yeah, and it's, it's like if where do you get six people that are like, let's do this? We're they gonna... a lot. There were it's a intense. lot of people who it's... said we'll just do it because I mean, the, actually, the Hobbit cast they had a Galadriel. Uh, Keely, uh, Thorin, a Thorin, um, what's her name? The girl, <laughs> Toriel, Evangeline, yeah, Toriel, 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 um, and one other, I think. Yeah, it's like oh, the s- Hobbit himself, yeah, Frodo, Bilbo, Bingo, Bilbo. Dango, 
Longo. It, it was very impressive theirs, and and they won. It's all impressive though. Yeah, like they not, make these costumes themselves. Yeah. they sew them. They do the tailoring. Yes. They do the leather work. They do the, the makeup the casting and casting yeah. of the foam and the sculpture. These it's people like could work in movies, man. The, some of these people, yeah. like the people they did. I'm not super familiar with Halo because I'm always I'm more of a PlayStation guy. I don't have Microsoft consoles, but. Uh, the one that we didn't win anything it was like oh. twenty feet high, and it was a Halo Something. predator. Yeah, it's a bad guy, bad character from Halo. That was is humongous, humongous. It was. It looked like it like a Stan Winston thing. Yeah, it, it did. did. It really did, and it was. It couldn't even go on the stage. It no. had to be in front of the stage. This huge giant robot. It was operated by one person, and two people Inside made it. Yeah, it a thousand hours. A thousand hours, they said, like every weekend for six months or something like that. How do you not give that an award? I mean, it's hard. Yeah. I don't know how they judge those things, but that it didn't even place. And then no, the girl it didn't. from I mean, it was Final in, Fantasy It was in Best in Show, got, but it didn't get... It made it to like the final group, yeah. But it didn't win anything because no. it's the top three. And the thing about it is, like, the winner gets a thousand bucks. That's it, and that's it. Like, yeah. that's the only like coin prize purse. It's not a lot for it's all the time lot. they spend and the trip getting. Yeah, to these that cons. won't even cover your trip, your travel expenses. No. You know, and uh, like you know, sponsorships, and it's hard to you know get money and shit. But I mean, there's three thousand people in that arena or whatever it is, yeah. that main hall, two thousand maybe. You know, they, I mean, if maybe if they charge to watch the thing or something, I don't know. Cause. I don't know. I mean, it's there's in the, you know, cons are now so crazy popular and Hollywood's yeah. moved in on them oh, yeah. much the way they did with the film festivals. Yeah. And, and same thing. But it's same still thing. the heart of it is still the fans and who are, well, they show up and do this they shit show for free. up. They do this stuff for free for themselves and, and they're and their friends. Maybe they want to keep it that way. Yeah. I, I don't know, but I, I mean, I, I I feel for them. I feel like couldn't you get sponsors? Yeah, get us, you get people to spot companies to sponsor or get some of these. Like they're they're doing big franchise stuff. Like yeah. can't you get some get of these them to, to sponsor the yeah. like the Hobbit? These, these frankly, these, they should. They should. They should. These guys should be paid for their work. Like that's They're what it's about. Promoting their products, yeah, for free and their films out of just the love of the you know, the characters and the story, man. It's it's incredible that they all get together and just sort of agree to do this and monitor and govern it themselves. But maybe that's what keeps it pure, because if you do start bringing things in like money, you make money for doing yeah. it, then it does sort of take away the pure love. Of well, it doing tends it. to happen, but it's like, man, they should be getting paid real money. I for know. This shit. I mean, it, I, it's. You would not believe. You go on our blog, www.heraldmodcast.com. Yeah. You'll see really cool cosplay pictures. Like yeah. stuff you're just not even going to believe. People yeah. Made people themselves. made this. Yeah. People, they didn't, they don't have a production company or a freaking movie house right. or, you know, prop prop house and all this shit. Like, you know, and they where have full time jobs. Yes. They to, have to pay other for, jobs. Because these materials they're using are like high. Price materials yeah. to make these things look so realistic. It you know it's incredible. Guys are like, I'm a high school teacher, you right? Know? The guy who did the Tony Iron Stark, Man who got yeah. third place. He got third overall. Yeah, 
And it's weird because a lot of people do Iron Man. I've seen some amazing Iron Mans. But this one. It was great. It was great. Didn't he have to program it too? Because he Mm -hmm. talked about his favorite part was actually doing the programming. Well, because there was like servos and like moving parts and stuff. And I guess he had his students help him as a part of like the class. I'm not sure what he taught. It must have been computers or I don't know. I don't know. He didn't say. He didn't say say what that was. But it was pretty incredible. Yeah, because like the, the sort of the rocket boosters come from back of Tony Stark's back and they open up yeah it was like vents and stuff right it was it's just the ingenuity you know incredible yeah it's fun to watch it it's, was really fun it, i mean it, you're we were kind of compelled even though you were drunk so you're just having i was a good buzzed time. i was coming but, down by that time it was such a long <laughs> I show i wanted to stay through the whole thing because i even though it was very long it was like three plus hours no it was long. it was like two it was definitely two hours. It was two, and I think it was because we three. got. Well, it didn't start. It was supposed to start. It started maybe like eight twenty. It probably ended at ten thirty. Okay, you know, it felt like three hours. Because yeah, no, it was. It felt like three hours. Yeah, yeah sure. Because there's not a lot you can do in between categories. There's no song and dance. There's no. There's like a no. little bit of music. <laughs> song there's and one dance. guy. There's one guy up there like moderating. The MC yeah. is kind of funny nerd. Yeah, like nerd yeah. guy. Cool, cool, good enough. Dressed, yeah. And he did, they had like the DC villains dressed up in jailbreak. Uh, Black, Blackgate. Yeah. Like Blackgate prison jumpsuits. Right. Which is cool. It was, it was awesome. Cool. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. So that was definitely, I'd say, oh, the I, highlight. Yeah. I want to shout out Lady Deathstroke, too. There's this girl that was just like oh, watching. Yeah. And she totally did like Slade fucking Deathstroke female. Death with the long white hair and the yeah, eye patch cool. and the freaking cool Deathstroke orange and gray suit and yeah. everything and the sword. It was badass. I was like, Lady Death was another one. I was like drunk and shout out. <laughs> Lady Deathstroke? Yeah. Holy shit. That's a thing? Fuck yeah. Well, that's the thing that was so cool about the cosplay. There was a thing out of so many different things like remember the one who was in the like was a finalist who did a combination of a frozen of frozen elsa and uh the witch from wicked Oh yeah, it was a mix. Those are cool. Mix. Those sort of like cosplay mashups where yeah, they take the two good are ideas. Yeah, the cool. I like the mashups. Yeah, yeah, they do like something like yeah, like that. Remember that like Snow White Boba Fett girl? Oh, that was so cool. The colors. It was, was like the Disney so coloring. Cool. That was actually at San Diego. That was at San Diego, yeah. but like the, that's another real thing of like ingenuity. Yeah, be, like I really like this. I really like that. I'm an artist. Putting them together. Putting it together and making executing it well. Like yeah. holy shit! Like all of the Disney Snow white colors of the blues and those right. bright yellows and the whites and the little touches of red and it's all yeah. in this boba fett outfit it's like fuck yeah i know go well, ahead there's no rules like they yeah, whatever man. their imagination can dream up yeah yeah the, and then they can execute well yeah because deathstroke has a son in the comics i think he has he might have a daughter i think he does and they're both also assassins or something but then his son dies i think deathstroke's son dies oh really in the comic yeah yeah and he loses his eye trying to save him because slate only has one eye i think that's the story but either way but yeah the fucking the cosplay mashup stuff and some people do just straight up original characters then when they like this is a character i made up yeah this is the cosplay too yeah like you said there's no rules yeah which makes it fun to watch it's fucking great i mean who was your favorite like the deathstroke oh lady deathstroke was was awesome it's i don't know like in the competition i feel like that fucking halo thing 
was incredible. Mm-hmm. The Tony Stark was incredible. Mine was Tauntaun. I mean, the Tauntaun is so totally cool. my favorite costume of the whole show. Yeah, it really is. It's really endearing. That really like endears itself. And the to way you. she had to it was a woman in it. Yeah, well, there, she, the way she had guide. to walk. There was a guy, guy dressed up with like I couldn't understand that because when I first saw them. I was like, that's a Tauntaun, but wait, no. Why is, is that guy is like it... a donkey ears Well, guy? I thought he was like Totoro or like an anime thing. So I'm like, is that just a big anime character? Because it, it looks odd. like a Tauntaun, but he's dressed up like an anime character. Right. I couldn't tell. But it was, but it it, was it, in, it, fact, in fact Tauntaun. Tauntaun. And it was, so it's like two people operating the suit. It's a... Uh, well, one's in it one's walking in very... It. Cer- like Slowly. And, and... I, I truly would love to interview them and find out how they made that. Well, how they ship it. How they ship it. And then how, how they get it from the hotel to the fucking convention center. Because they leave the the convention center in the suit. Yeah, we have a video of They're that, walking the way, in the on street where, on the, su- yeah, in the suit. It's incredible. Walking by McDonald's and Yeah, across, intra- pressing and, the, the, the button, yeah. well, the light. Car crossing the street. Crossing the street. There's a Tauntaun crossing the street. That's the funniest thing. Because <laughs> you see, like, there's Captain America getting a coffee at Starbucks. You know, yeah. it's so funny. I love how, like, it infiltrates a city for three days yeah and all of a sudden it's just like this glorious like it's like wizard of oz emerald city kind of thing it's just everywhere it's funny man it's It's really neat and that's what was i think makes this city really perfect for it is because it is this urban city with its own life going on right and then one of my favorite pictures that we took is the two like supergirls walking down the street and they're stopped oh, at the yeah. traffic light with two guys going to work. Yeah. And they're just standing there in their costumes. Do, do, do. Going do, to do, the do, convention do. center. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that <laughs> that's like what it was. Like you said, you go into, you see all these people going to work. And then you also see some. And nobody seems phased by it in the city. Not really. Not really. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. And the, the, it's funny because these guys are not shy. They'll go to like the tourist sections. And yeah. In their the cosplay. There yeah. goes a Jedi. Like <laughs> eating a bowl of chowder yeah ordering some salmon at the pike market and shit you know <laughs> it's hilarious oh shout out to salmon jerky too holy shit that you know where they throw the fishes oh yeah they had the salmon jerky and it was fucking maybe the one of the greatest things i've ever tasted it's just smoked fish and they salt it Whoa. and they dry it and it's, I tried it. and it's moist and they had a like a butter garlic pepper jerky and they let me try it and he's like, dude, you take this, you put on a bagel with some cream cheese. It's like the great, and it's like the greatest thing I've ever had. Wow. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. It's like $45 a pound. Oh. Oh. So thanks for the sample. <laughs> oh. But uh, I'm no. going to go get some mini donuts. Yeah. Well, shout out to the mini donut place. Yeah. Those people Holy put in work. Holy shit. Pike's Market. Uh, shout out to Pike Market, man. That's a cool little that place. That place was cool. The bird guy. There's yep. a guy with a bird. There's there. always a guy with a bird. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> has to be represented. And shout out to the chewing gum wall or alley. Oh, post alley. Post alley. Yeah, it's the all chewing gum, gum all alley. over the wall. It's when people write their names with the gum, and yeah. there's these gum icicles hanging down. That it's all chewed gum, different colors and everywhere. It's kind of gross, but it's cool kind of gross and really kind of an interesting little thing to have there. Yeah. yeah. But so for the expo, we just want to do some shout outs to some artists, cool artists. Some of the artists that, you know, we couldn't shout out everybody. These are some of the These ones These are that ones we, we grabbed that grabbed we and really... gravitated towards and everyone just everyone's good, you know, but you got there's some that really stood out to us that we just want to shout out. Brian Huang. Brian Huang. Huang. Who you purchased a poster from. I purchased a really cool print, like a 8x10 uh print 
or an eight by 12 or something like that of, uh, it's that sort of classic, I sort of iconic picture from the dark Knight Nolan movie where, uh, the Joker's in the interrogation room and mm. Batman standing behind him. And like the Joker doesn't yet know that he's behind him kind of mm-hmm. thing. And it's that except it's with the Adam West and Cesar Romero Batman. <laughs> and it's great. this really cool sort of comic art style. And I was like, yeah, let me get that one. Yeah. I'll buy that one. That, he has some really cool he stuff. He had some really cool. Remember he had, uh, like the wonder woman fight against Supergirl. Well, like she, you, you remember it, it's kind of like, like the style, style of like the traveling circus, uh, flyers that yeah, they would 1920s. put up like, like, Blazing boxing bruiser so and so is taking on a bear, you know, and right. it's like so and so versus at the big top, you know, but it's yeah. like Venom versus Black Cat or right. Venom versus uh fucking whoever Wolverine versus Colossus and but it's all done in that sort of like sepia tone uh yeah, yeah the Great Depression era style. Super cool. It's really smart. It's just really smart stuff. Very clever stuff and, and really great artistry as well. Mm-hmm. And then also, so I did, you got a I got a poster from artist Terry Huddleston, who does, uh, the one I got was like all DC characters. DC sort of like portraits. Portraits. Stacked up on top of each other, yeah. like 30 of them or 20 of them. And it's, it's everybody, it's sort of like the uh, all the main figureheads yeah. of the DC universe and Justice League, Batman, Superman, you know, Martian Manhunter, and then there's the Rogue Gallery at the bottom of it, and it's just each person's face done in a really cool comic book style. He has both green, he has John Stewart, Green Lantern, and Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, and Aquaman, and Flash, and just his style of artwork is really... Uh, Sort of like '90s comic booky, yeah. And it's fun, really sharp though, and it's, it's kind of got a Nagel look to it. Yeah, it does. Um, but it's it's very yeah, very it's really sharp cool, really I was detailed, taken and by like it instantly, really high res. And it's a big poster. Yeah, huge. Well, yeah, we yeah. have to frame it. And then another one of my personal favorites from the show was this company called Bearclaw Studios that did. Well, one they did some metal works, but they also did like a yeah. They would take these pictures. Tyrion Lannister, Green Lantern. Yeah, and they a did Darryl a Daryl Dixon Green Arrow. Yeah. Daryl Dixon Green Arrow, which is, which is awesome. like another thing. These like clever matchups of like they did uh, Heisenberg Yellow Lantern. Yeah, you know, like a Walter White Yellow yeah. Lantern. It's just so smart. It's really fucking cool, man. It geeks out. You know, you geek out of this shit. Yeah, so shout out to those guys, uh, Jacob Bear and Dan um, Feldmeyer at Bear Claw Studios. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what else do we like? We got oh, Brickstorm. Brickstorm. Brick Storm. Shout out to Brickstorm. Those guys were awesome. Yeah, those guys are clever, man. And you got to hand it to this. They basically design uh, original Lego sets of classic sort of scenarios in ships and mobiles and stuff like that of they had the hulk buster and it's actually yeah. funny because lego has now released their own hulk buster for the avengers ultron like uh, they have an official lego okay. set which is cool because their hulk buster is actually way more detailed because the, the the minifig tony stark can mm-hmm. actually be fitted into the hulk buster suit and then it kind of click 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 closes around him. really whereas the hulk buster that's put out by lego is just that yeah. one piece it's like a large one of their big figs i think that and so like theirs is like 
really detailed and like yeah. to, just like where do you start you get a box of legos and you're like i'm gonna make a hulk buster yeah <laughs> i'm gonna make like daryl i'm gonna make a walking dead blocking dead blocking dead and they do all their original minifigs and yeah. it's like where did you get these like original like hair pieces from a show yeah. and it's like did you make those from scratch did you like print those or 3d it's print those maybe incredible. they had the turtle van yeah again, which is another turtle one van because the lego has their again they have their own version of the turtle van right. but it's like these guys their turtle van is like more detailed and more cool man. Yeah. It's, it was really impressive and you can buy either the instruction booklets or you can buy their pre-made sets right with i'm sure the instruction booklet which is cool that they offer an instruction booklet model because if you have your own just box of legos you could attempt to make it yourself right right it was it's really it's cool so cool yeah man they had walking dead they had they had justice league and yep. they had avengers stuff and and what else they had like something like ghostbusters or just I some, think they had, yeah a bunch of different things look them up because it's i just love storms.com i love the creativity behind that stuff man just I like know. fans that are like i love lego i love these franchises put them I'm together this. yeah sell them make some money and then another artist we really liked nigel sade S-A-D-E. Yeah, he did. He had sort of like a fan art and then his like fine art book. Yeah. And his stuff. Original art, fine is art. Is amazing. I mean, he's a true artist. He's like a, yeah, he's not clearly just like a fan working artist. artist. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's definitely a graphic designer too. Exceptional pieces. Yeah. Look up his work. because there's uh, NigelSade.com. He has a bunch of really cool like Lego Majora's Mask and Lego, or yeah. not Lego, Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda Majora's, yeah. Majora's Mask and Link to the Past and the Triforce and it's sort of done in like hieroglyphic pyramid style yeah. and stuff with the, yeah, just really like just un- un- unique con- conceptual stuff. Yeah. Really cool. And then, so this last artist we we should have gone back and spoke to her. We we were on the freaking train with her coming back coming from the airport. Uh, her name is Eliza Fry. It's elizafry.com. dot com, and she does some really interesting and beautiful. And she has, I think, art. she had a book. She had a book she, she, she had has done. done. Yeah, she's an done, original she's graphic done novel. Books like graphic novel from scratch. Uh, artist, I think she probably wrote it and did the artwork for it. Yeah. Because they were in the up, there was like an upper level of They're like in like the artist block and the writer's block area. Yeah, because there's like just an like an artist fan artist block, which is downstairs, and there was like an author's block where mm-hmm. people are artists and they have their own original book and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, that was weird that we saw her and then saw her and like it was one of those things like we should be like we should talk. We saw you you and your stuff's really cool. cool. And then it's like, but are you going to be like? I don't know what you're talking about or like you know, but probably not. You know, she she recognized us. We kind of gave her the like nods. The like nod. Hey, nod. Nod of recognition. Yeah, it probably would have been fine. Usually, it's fine. That's the thing about that. She usually what? Yeah, it's usually very fine. You know. But, it, but you, shout out to her because regardless, really cool. yeah, regardless. Sorry we didn't talk to you, shout Eliza. Out. But your stuff's really cool. Next time. Next time. Yeah, that whole area was had some cool artists and just the convention. It's. I just wanted to talk a little bit, or just at least mention that logistically, it was very easy to get around. Mm-hmm. It was. It seemed bigger than San Diego, but it's hard to tell. I mean, there were forty thousand people versus you know three hundred thousand, right. whatever. It's not bigger, but it, it's. But uh, it, it, the amenities and the facilities were much more. They were like newer and to, newer and what better kept feeling yeah. and just sort of just felt a little bit. 
more manageable. There was this one section where it was all like cabinet arcade games and oh, pinball. right. And you could just For play. Free. free play. You just have to wait in line. Yeah. You can play. They had Marvel Pinball and Joust and uh, frickin' what was it, Galaga, like really like old our cabinet uh, arcade games. Yeah. Miss Pac-Man and That's shit. That's a nice thing to it's do. It's so nice. I mean, they also had they had a family room area. They had a yep. kids area. They had a whole games they like board a games lot area. Of things. Yeah, and there's many levels. It's like six levels versus yeah. uh, San and Diego. It's like two levels. I think it's maybe two yeah. or three levels on two different it sides. It feels so crowded at the at. Uh, it well, is crowded, at and San they're Diego, crowded though. out of it. They know this yeah. already. But the one thing that that I feel like they need to improve on is. Well, their website, like all cons, none of them have a really good website. Theirs is better than some. Theirs but is not theirs bad. Is, theirs is not bad. Theirs is better than STCC. But is whenever we asked one of the volunteers for information, they didn't know what to do or to tell us. They, no. They were very – we got like five different answers. Yeah, there was a couple times. There was like that booth area where they kind of knew. But like some, if you see like just ask someone in a green shirt, and if you did, they'd be like, yeah, yeah. Uh, where's that? Well, yeah. that, that's actually, I think it's been moved downstairs. And it was. And it was we saw the Haley Atwell. Um, oh, the Hel- Haley Atwell panel. Panel where it was her, her and Grant. From she's Agent Carter. She's Agent Carter, and the her interviewer, moderator, whatever was the guy from, from Miss Presenters Grant something. Yeah, yeah. That was a very cool panel. I and I have to say, it was, it was packed. It was packed. It was amazing how many women were dressed in Agent Carter cosplay. A lot of them. Every question, per, every person who went up to ask her a question was a woman, except for one guy. Yeah. I mean, it shows you that like how people are really looking for female role models. And there's yeah. a presence. Like and there's, there's a, a presence. huge presence and a des- a demand, a desire of like yeah. you know you really like. You really stand out to me, and your character means so much to me as you know a strong woman, and you know that is you know in charge, a take charge person, and you know how does how does you how do you as Haley re- relate to her, the yeah. character, and they had a lot of questions about that specific thing of like a woman in in the in, in the universe in you the know? universe, and one of the things that she said, like she was she was very articulate as most Brits are. Yeah, most Brits and are good. Someone said, you know, well, what would you tell women today who were looking for role models, et cetera. And she said, know your value, which I thought was very cool. Yeah, know your worth. Know your worth. And, it um, is cool. It is. Yeah, that was – and they did the panels and everything in that main hall pretty well. You know, it was not yeah. like a stampede getting out of there. No, and it, you, there was, it was good because there was maybe like, what, a thousand seats or something maybe? Yeah, but there you could about maybe a couple thousand or three thousand people, maybe even yeah capacity. But then there was a whole area of just standing room where you could just kind of come in and listen, and that's cool too because like they have all that standing room in the back. Really, like it's it's a good for spillover, you know. Yeah, it was a good layout, and I mean that one just that one thing where I feel like San Diego has a has a leg up on them in terms of whenever you ask a, a volunteer at that event at San Diego, they know exactly what to tell you where things are. Yeah, I guess so. They're very they're pretty well informed. So I think that Emerald City needs to kind of get their staff, their volunteer staff a little bit more in sync. But it's weird because Emerald City Comic Con has a staff. Like it, at San Diego, I remember there being like a convention staff for the convention center. But then volunteers as well. Oh there is they have all a lot of volunteers, yes. Oh yeah, they're all volunteers. And the volunteers, they prep them very well. They all they know their message. Yeah. They know where you don't go or you can't go. The security 
security wasn't super tight at Emerald City, by the way. There were several it was, times. It was okay. Yeah, but yeah. It was okay. But I mean, I feel like it was, it definitely wasn't as tight as San Diego. And no. Um, the coolest thing was the like dance party that was in the, in the freaking like lobby. Oh my God. Yeah. We have we'll a video post a of video. That. It was yeah. like some guy, some, like Three two, people. two Asian guys dressed up in drag, like or in anime drag. And a, girl and a girl a with like girl. a big girl with wave like the what are those gymnasts like those rhythmic ri- gymnast rhythmic ribbons, ribbons. yeah <laughs> and it was like some techno song and they were just dance party man awesome just during the, the day them, like they're performing oh yeah they're here they were like that was turn it up turn me up that. turn me loose man yeah <laughs> that was f- fucking the coolest thing that ever that was pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah fuck yeah that but uh yeah we loved seattle we loved it it love was... Seattle. Love the city. We went to the Science Center and saw a laser light show that they did to Pink Floyd's uh, Dark Side. Of the Dark movie. Side. And I was like, wow, this would be awesome if I was tripping ball sack. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fun to watch. But and I love the music. tour group was there. Remember? Yeah, that was weird. Even the security guys like, like, yeah, uh, this has never happened before. Right. It's 930 Pink on a Floyd. Saturday or <laughs> Friday night. And all these kids who probably have never heard of Pink Floyd. Right. You know, they're in middle like school. 11 years old. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Why would you come here at this hour in the rain? To- but it was a little rainy. It was and we rainy. walked a lot that night. Walked a f- fuck of a lot. Yeah, we walked a fuck of a lot. Yeah, they have a monorail that goes two stops and stuff. Yeah, what's yeah. up with that? That two stop monorail. That was monorail. A weird. That was funny. That's cool. But oh, what we, else? We went to that five spot diner. Five Points Cafe. Five Points Shout Cafe. Out to five Points that Cafe. was awesome. It was awesome. Dude, great breakfast. It's a place that Tom Morello doesn't like. Yeah, they had well, they have Batman Beyond on the TV, and then they had Elvis Costello on the jukebox. The whole album and then they had, my name is true. Yeah, and they had freaking everybody. They had a dishwasher with a face tattoo. She yeah, was awesome. She was awesome. Shout out to fucking Five Points, because that was great. Cheap breakfast, big breakfast, awesome pancakes. Really good food. Thick cut bacon that doesn't set, taste reheated. You know how they always reheat the bacon yep. at the fucking Oh, diners. yeah, that bacon was... Awesome, Baller. thick ass cut bacon and great pancake and Batman Beyond. You get to watch it while you're eating with the jukebox. Everything's yep. all tatted up and shit. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I had one little thing in that my food was cold, and but you got to eat it. They, well, that's what I'm telling you. The story is that they immediately took care of it. She was really apologetic, but then not only that, they gave me a discount which was really not necessary but they did which was so yeah, cool she like discounted she, like, your totally meal she discounted my meal just because she felt bad about it and they were i mean they couldn't have been nicer and more accommodating and it was it was interesting it was and it's like a little dive joint yeah man. it's a cool little like unpretentious come in and the food all the food looked pretty good yeah. like i got breakfast i'd get their lunch i'd get whatever from there man right. it was cool they had lottery scratchers and shit. That, yeah, then that's the place. I don't know if you guys heard about there was that incident with Tom Morello and he got all like Hollywood. And, like that's <laughs> the place where he wanted to get a table, but it was at capacity and the door guy wouldn't let him and his people in. 
And so he went on Facebook and posted this long post about how five points doesn't know how to take care of their customers and their, you know, patrons and shit. And, and then the manager wrote back Tom Morello or owner or whatever. and was like, look, Tom Morello, like I backed my guys, you know, my guy had to make a decision. And then if you didn't have room for you, you can't like go blasting people that are just like work making 10 bucks an hour. Yeah. Right. You know, and he just came from like an event of like paying people better wages a fundraiser a fundraiser yeah. that he was like lending his name to people getting you know raising the minimum wage in america yeah and he comes and he's like i want this guy fired i Did want him i don't know what he said but oh. he went on record he went on facebook and like put a big blast out talking about how that place sucks and like they do bad business and it's like what which the is fuck? not cool and it's not, not true cool. like not our experience was good our experience was great because we were like let's see exactly how we will be treated in this yeah place. we and wanted if, to check it out yeah and, we just walked over like are they going to be cunty is it like a super like oh this is where rock stars come so you gotta like fucking wait stupid they like our like the initial impression was like i have to say this when we walked in the door i felt like i was in la because there was a little bit of that whole like oh we're not gonna talk to you hold on a sec hold on a sec and no one acknowledges you and then finally when the hostess they were busy when the hostess did come up She's very nice, mm-hmm. you know, but my, but I have to admit when I first walked in, yeah, I felt like shit, we've just returned to LA against yeah. our will. <laughs> I rec- well, it was one of those, like, I recognize this feeling. Yeah, I, recognize I know this, this feeling. feeling. This is the LA treatment. Yeah. We yeah. got like the LA treatment, man. But then funny. it changed instantly and everything was Yeah. Great. And our waitress was awesome. It was great. It was great. Go yeah. there. Go, go there. Go to Five there. Points Cafe. Hell yeah. Oh, another great food spot that we went to yeah. in the Fremont. Yeah, Fremont. If you like thrift stores, go to the Fremont area of Where they Seattle. Filmed thrift store. Yeah, which we video. found out the Macklemore video was filmed in this like four level thrift store in the center of town. And it's some of the stuff they had in the quality that they had it. Was it was very expensive? Like it was a little crazy. It's like you know, it kind of you lose the thrift store feel when you know a Proline hats fifty bucks. And well, he made it popular. He so made it popular. Everyone wants to it, go to well, the thrift and store. And to be fair, the the quality, condition of the stuff, it was like almost they had starter jackets from you know the nineties, Mighty yeah. Ducks, and like all this shit. It's just like very good condition, right? Members only jackets, shit like that, and then all the bikes and guitars and pocket knives. And well, that just, was in that shop. I think they filmed the video in that outside marketplace that we no. went no maybe part of it yeah i think part of it macklemore's video is like indoors for a part i haven't seen the video in a while actually not that yeah it matters. but well, yeah they have like an outside uh, street market that was so good and the food there we ate like that afghan it was like an afghan delicious it was like it was called Af- afghan delicious well, it was like a it was almost like an afghan afghani shawarma essentially yeah. but it their bread they you watch them pat it the dough and roll it out and make it on the spot for for you so good from the dough man like from the dough straight from scratch yeah. and the chicken the they're mom's grilling making yeah it. the, the dad's working the grill there. the mom's working the bread the son is at the cash register the other son's packing and stuff yeah. it was a really fresh 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 the yeah. ingredients that little market everything seemed fresh there was an indian everything. place across there was a a fucking poke hawaiian bean pie place right. and there is a fucking italian italian thing there's a fish and the, chips the pizza place oven. That, that like pizza. stone pizza yeah oven. there was a stone pizza oven like set on a on a one of those 
wagon yeah. truck wagons you know making fresh pizzas <laughs> like what the middle of the middle of the open air yeah that was very cool it was incredible yeah it was really neat and just like again the overall feeling of walking around that market was like very just chill chill people were just and it wasn't it was at peace it wasn't like santa monica market where it's too many people there yeah. you know and you can't really stand anywhere there's right. like there's people there but it's not everywhere you turn is a fucking person and their kid and they're waiting for their food and they don't make eye contact with shitty. you yeah and they're shitty they just want to be seen yeah they just want to be seen they bring their little dog and they hold it in their hand and like <laughs> want you to come talk to them so they can ignore you yeah, <laughs> you yeah exactly and be like what don't talk to my dog it's my dog <laughs> get but, your own dog but then also in fremont we hit a few places there we we went to the pie place yeah and it's like uh what's it called it's called sweet it's called pie Sweet and savory, and they have meat pies and chutney or uh, curry pies, and they yeah. have sweet key lime pies, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was the, that. That was so delicious. We got the English meat pie, and then a couple little key lime pies, and like a strawberry and a, a raspberry, raspberry pear pie. Yeah. I think, and it's all good. So good. Fuck me, yeah, that's great. And then we went to that really cool coffee shop across the street, a little cafe. Oh, that was yep. the Yellow Point Cafe. I think it's called Yellow Point Cafe. Mm-hmm. Very friendly again. The people, people, at, the service people there are pretty friendly, pretty consistently so friendly. So friendly. Yeah, it's weird. Like, in, like just really nice. And it's weird people. that like we find that so interesting. It's like sad yeah, that we're like, and they're sad. friendly. And they're nice to and us. And they asked oh, us. Oh, Yellow like, Dot Cafe. Yellow Dot. Yeah, it was funny. We're like, we were blown away by just common courtesy. Yeah. That's what LA will do to a person, I guess, you know? <laughs> Make you jaded Make and you like, jaded. Be like ready for a fight. Friendly? What the fuck? Wait, you're talking to us? You're engaging with us? Because remember, we went to that, when we went to Pioneer Square, went to that Zeitgeist coffee place, and oh, yeah, she spoke cool. to us too, and that was really good. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, there was a lot of like, fucking hipster homeless though yeah that was another that was one thing we noticed it was like young young homeless young addict homeless everywhere everywhere i wouldn't have it wouldn't even be worth mentioning if it wasn't like everywhere Everywhere. like in la most of the homeless people are like sort of like street hardened and out they can tell they've been on the street forever right and they're sort of that's just their lifestyle but these kids are like i just want some pot man want to get my stone on it's like what why are well, you in the street the one girl at the sign that said yeah i just want pot yeah and the other guy to sign like i trust me look at me i trust me yeah that was weird it's like why are you you're too yeah funny to be homeless well, and then the, the cell phone guy yeah a guy on a cell phone holding a cardboard sign that that says, I, want a dollar. I just want a dollar <laughs> it's like who are all these people what the fuck? yeah what the fuck who are you Why you cancel that cell phone plan yeah sell your cell phone and get your money i still think that guy like lost a bet like bruce willis in die hard three maybe or something. like much lower he, stakes he just like looked yeah lower yeah stakes way it's like an interesting comparison but like way <laughs> lower stakes john mcclain but and, it was just so weird he didn't look like a homeless well he guy. was sort of he leaning up leaning against up the wall with his, his phone. phone had the he was sort of like the sign was sort of like secondary to he's yeah, sort of like i'm just holding like, this. Hold this it's like he agreed to hold dollar. it while some homeless guy went to go shit in an alley or something <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll hold your side. Don't worry, you won't lose your spot. <laughs> so uh, we, oh well, we cannot forget our favorite shout out for the city, which is Roanoke Roanoke Park Place Bar, which is out sort of out outside of the city, in Capitol Hill. 
in Capitol Hill. Yeah. On which 10th is, Avenue. What a funky Miller. spot, man. That's my kind of place. Really just like for the locals dive bar. Yep. And they don't look at you cross-eyed if you're no. not a local. A lot of those dive bars are like, what are you doing in our spot? Like fucking Outlander. Outlander. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But they had like great. Probably Sundays was like $2 Millers and yeah. Rolling Rocks. So I just drank High Life all night. Not all night. but And I had, we had like a $6 awesome spaghetti dinner. Well, yeah, because they have a menu. She's like, yeah, we don't do the menu on Sunday. But we just like, we have a big pot of like spaghetti bolognese. And they bring it out on like a paper plate. So yeah. Six yep. bucks, garlic bread, boom, boom, some par- parm on it. it you have awesome. a, a meal and a, four beers, and it's like 12 <laughs> bucks. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was like one of our cheapest and most hearty meals. And, we, we and the atmosphere there. was so casual. We, we got there eating peanuts. I drank a Guinness. Yeah. They had peanuts at the bar. They had the fucking game on. And then they were, they put on the Walking Dead. And yeah, they, they do like a, a little Walking viewing, viewing thing. party there. And, you know, it's a 90-minute special. We will get into the Walking Dead. This is kind of a segue. But, you know, we're almost at an hour already. So we kind of got to figure out how we're going to break this down. Uh, but, yeah, they we saw the fucking Walking Dead there. And it couldn't have been better. It couldn't have been better, this thing. So yeah, Roanoke was great. The patrons were great. Real yeah. cool, casual spot. You could tell bartender. The bartender was, was awesome. Was totally. She awesome. handled it. She was there by herself all night, and it was cool because some of the locals that are there clearly all the time are like helping her out, like sort of yeah. like stepping in. Because she was by herself, she was fixing plates of spaghetti, fucking opening up tabs, serving everybody yeah. drinks while the show was on, while everyone's watching The Walking Dead, and it was cool because. It was actually funny because they have a whole bar rail front, and then in the back, there's like this little living room sitting sitting area. Yeah, which is and really we, nice. It was really nice. And we were so like, we got there early. We were so like, early. Yeah, we thought it was going to be packed. packed. We had no idea. Yeah, and then we were like, we, we better get a seat in that back area because there's this <laughs> giant flat screen, and we're right. like, we're going to want to sit there. And like when the show started, there was like maybe 30 some odd people in the, at the bar, and we were the only people sitting <laughs> right. Clearly, <laughs> like the new guys to the club or to the party, you know? It's like, but oh, nobody, like sick. you said, no one made us feel that way no everyone's so nice yeah and like in, or just just courteous you know not yeah. even like what's your name just like very steady very courteous kind of left us alone back there we, i mean i felt sort of bad like we maybe but we were on a mission to talk to see the season finale and we're gonna right. like do an entire other podcast yeah we're speaking that, of, we're not way. getting into the show because we're just sort of talking about the surroundings of it because yeah. we'll have a whole separate podcast devoted strictly to the finale and what we think is going to come up next so we're just right. sort of talking about every, everything that had happened up and up into the show because yeah. <laughs> well, this is your broadcast yeah this is the a broadcast series this is our special series of the harold and mata broadcast <laughs> harold and mata broadcast and uh i mean i'd have to rate this trip if we were just this dooming the trip yeah i'd have to give it like a nine like a like a batman and a half or yeah a, it was a great it was it, it yeah, was great great host city Really good convention. Really good food and really Great fucking food, good coffee. Fucking amazing coffee. Coffee everywhere. anywhere. That was the other thing about the five point was like just their like poor coffee refill so coffee was so good. Well, Everything. It is Seattle. It's Seattle, but it's even still, it's like this is all good. It was yeah. really neat. And just like the little thing, every like there was that that bakery that was like making all of their pastries and bread 
on site. Yeah. And like there's just like a regular, I think it was called Specialties. Oh, Specialty, the coffee place. The coffee place. Yeah, we went there our first day. We found it because yeah. the hotel didn't Because we just us. started walking. And we, they we just we walked had, like, around. breakfast sandwiches and coffee. Yeah. And that place was great. Yeah, it was like 12 bucks for Shout both Shout out to them. Bucks. Yeah, Specialty Cafe Yeah, and they were, you can watch them. They're making like sticky buns and freaking pecan yeah. whatevers and fresh bread. Like you're watching them make it. Like you don't see that in this city, man. Not unless you're like paying out the ass and it's up in the fucking Silver Lake somewhere or right. some shit, you know? True. But yeah, that, that was great. That was a great way to start the day. We That sandwich was made on that fresh sourdough yeah, bread. Yeah, so good. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it makes you appreciate little things, man. Yeah, it was great. What, yeah, what else? You know, it's just what the There's, food, the, the food, transportation. The transportation was so easy. Was pretty easy. Although, it's, you know, it's funny because I read some like reviews on cities' transportation, and their transportation system doesn't rate very high. Really? So if we lived there, it's possible that it would be more difficult. But for us, we were staying downtown, we yep. took the bus everywhere. I mean, when we needed the, to, when we, we needed really to, walked, walked everywhere. Yeah. We mostly walked, and you can like I could, for our purposes, we could like we're downtown. We just want to see what's happening, right? And we we have to stay close enough to the convention center, so we could walk almost anywhere we almost needed to. Anywhere. And the subway, there's a straight there. You can get the subway at the airport, which, which every city you should, any metro, Los Angeles. right, should do. And we like, get that on the subway, easy. we just ride it to the second last stop, get off, and we have a block and a half to walk to the hotel. Yeah, it's brilliant. It was so simple. And that was the one thing when we were leaving or we taking off, uh, we went to catch the subway, and which was very close to our hotel, like you said. And yeah. we walked down into the tunnel and there was like a bus and we we're like, oh shit, this isn't the right place. Right. But the buses go on the same tracks as the Well, if subway. you look at the ground, there's tracks in the ground. So there's buses odd. and there's streetcars and the subway system is all on the same like line yeah. at that station at least. It's weird. It's like, how do they, how do you coordinate the times to make sure it's, one doesn't yeah. interfere with another, but they do somehow. Yeah, Whoever is works. like mission control or whatever is handling that. It's yeah. pretty, pretty cool though. I've never seen that before. Well, it's funny because I posted about that and a friend of mine who was an urban planner who actually used to live in Seattle reminded me that Boston actually does have a situation like that too. Oh. In Harvard Square there's a tunnel there that used to be for the trains and the buses. Oh, that's cool. I completely kind of forgot about that but yeah. it it wasn't really operating in the same way that they've done this. Right, right, right. But uh yeah, I I the Seattle thank you for being such an amazing host city. Yep. And Emerald City Comic Con, I think you are on your way to being one of the premier cons. It felt like it. It felt like it. You know, they didn't have. I mean, they had Steve Yoon, they had um, Scott Wilson, Haley Atwell. They need some more celebrity. Get they yeah. didn't have like uh, they didn't have huge names. Not huge names, but they had like fan they had favorites. A few, they had fan favorites, but they they are missing. I think that's something that they need to I mean, cultivate it's probably a little tough. bit more. Yeah, it's probably t- pretty. There's tough. so many of them now too. Oh, and shout out! I got two new pieces to my collection. Your Joker on collection. the floor. Yeah, I got the uh, vinyl cubed uh, Funko, which is sort of like these little little squares, uh, characters of your, your favorite characters, and it's like right. magnetic pieces, and you can take the heads off and the legs, and that's it, cool. It's a little cool thing, and then I got like an old. Heath Ledger Joker Dark Knight series that was released when the movie came out. Nice. And it was, that's really cool. It was really neat. Um, I think it's a Mattel uh, action figure. Really? And there was, a, you know, the Batman, Joker Thug, uh, Joker, and uh, who else? 
I think it's like two alternate Batmans. That's cool. And each one comes with a piece of evidence, and inside the piece of a evidence, piece of evidence, piece, it's in really? like an evidence bag, and you open <laughs> it, and it's like the Joker's weapon or something like that. Oh, neat! Yeah, it's cool, man. And I found it for fucking super cheap. They wanted like twenty. I got them down to ten bucks. That's the con. I got. Oh, I got this. I got to add pins. to my collection. I got a Wonder Woman button. Yeah, buttons were big at the show. Lots of buttons. Well, you got you lucked out. Yeah, like they had you know you put fifty cents in the gumball machine and you can get like a button, but you don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, it's random. And I did one, and it was like a throwaway. Mm -hmm. And the second one was Wonder Woman. Yeah, that was funny because you thought you lost that button. Yeah, so you're all bummed. Oh, and how about Dark Horse? They had a bunch of cool merch or free free handout stuff. They did. They had a bookmark. They had this really cool He Man's -Man's, like sort of Grayskull bookmark in the shape of he-man's sword and i'm using that right now for the i'm reading the long halloween and i'm using it like this is so practical yeah that's a practical swag it is man that when what else they had um they had like a sample read for the new uh archie versus predator oh right which i read and it's funny to see predator in that art style and actually i'd actually read that run because it seems pretty funny yeah because it's raw it's like you see like at the end predator kills two of the characters what? and he has like he's holding like the skull and spine are you serious and it's all in like oh, archie I animation i want to you know it's not like, it I wasn't will. like betty and veronica it was like two sub characters wasn't okay. jughead or reggie or anything or even moose i'd be so cool to see like moose fight the predator <laughs> like how what's his name did the uh, big uh billy bear in the movie he'd have like the one-on-one showdown with uh with predator moosewood yeah. yeah that's funny oh and the image had a giant booth there and i found out some pretty cool information for all you uh readers of the comic the uh third compendium's coming out in october so if yeah. you want i have the first two so of walking dead of course of walking dead's the comic so i'm still touring they have a huge booth yeah, it was huge. They had action figures and they had the Monopoly and the Risk yeah. and all the different comic books. I didn't know there's uh, hardcover editions of the compendiums. They're a hundred bucks a piece, but they're Whoa. like hardcover. That's nice. Though. It's fucking really cool. That'd be nice. To That'd have. be like a nice collection to have all three of them. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'm, so I'm still torn whether to just get them in volumes or wait for the compendium because if it comes out in October, that's when the next season starts, and I kind of want to have it finished before the season right. starts. So uh, now I'm now I'm torn. I'm torn in my ash and howlers. Yeah, so I think that just about sums it up. Seattle, we enjoyed you. We we enjoyed you. We have a lot of shout-outs on our website, pictures. A lot of pictures. Picture gallery. We've got videos of the D20 brass band and the Mm -hmm. three funky electronic dancers. Oh, that was the best. And the Tauntaun. We have an R2-D2. R2-D3 he was. Oh, yeah, he was R2-D3. R2-D3. Yeah, it was a movable, basically remote-controlled R2-D3. Three unit getting in an elevator. life size that or like cool. movie sized yeah that was awesome lots of cool stuff our next episode will be covering we'll be back right away with uh covering the season finale of walking dead it's really a two-part episode this is like a two-part, two-part series so two-part. yeah be look out for our walking dead uh season finale some summation and yep. review because that's that'll be coming up right after this so we got lots to look forward to, fanboys and yes, fangirls. Yes, we do. Harold and Monsters. Thanks for uh, going on the road with us here. Yep. Till next time, you Harold and Monsters. Jerks. Jerks, you smell. <laughs>